Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Confessions of a Personal Trainer. I'm Chloe, a personal trainer, and my aim is to educate, inspire, motivate you, and hopefully challenge the thoughts that might be stopping you from reaching a goal. So first of all, today, I just want to share that I have taken my own advice and I am being prepared and being organised which is a miracle because I am an organized person, but I'm also very last minute, very much, I'll see how I feel in the moment rather than making a plan. Like I usually have got a rough idea of things I want to do or things I want to achieve or how I'm going to do it or how the week's going to look, but I don't really know in full detail, which is strange because I do like details, but well, I did this personality test. Actually, it was from a book that I read last year. So I read this book called Surrounded by Idiots and this guy's theory was that we all have a color and you could be red you could be green you could be blue you could be yellow and the different colors signified your personality type and i was yellow which i knew was, i knew i was yellow before obviously if you know me you'll know i'm obsessed with yellow so i knew i'd be yellow but that was because the characteristics of it were very impulsive gut feelings they do things that they want to do based on how it feels rather than the logical side of it. So a yellow and a blue would clash because blue is very logical. They like processes, they like data, whereas yellow likes feelings. And I, I'm a yellow. So um, I don't even know where I was going with that, actually. Oh, plans. <laughs> so this is why I'm a yellow. Um, so I don't really make a plan. However, this year... I am determined to make more plans and to to plan my time wisely, be time efficient and it is going so well so far and this is why I've got another episode that's coming out because I've written in my Google Calendar, sit down and record a podcast. So I just opened my Google Calendar, there it was, so I'm like okay here I am, whereas usually I would find it quite easy to put something off. Um, And that's what I'm going to talk about today, actually, is willpower, motivation, kind of the discipline that is required to get things done, and what can we do if we think we are lacking in that willpower or that motivation or the discipline. I think at some point, most of us have said that we haven't got willpower, or we are lacking in willpower, or we use motivation as a reason to not do something. And I think it isn't until we understand what willpower actually is and how it works that we can kind of get our head around the fact it's not that we require motivation to do things. So if you think of your willpower and your motivation like a battery, this can be a good explanation for the times when you're lacking in willpower or motivation, let's say, if you think of it like a battery. Your battery needs to recharge to be able to work effectively. So this means that you are going to have to take a break and you are going to have to rest. More specifically, this means to sleep because this is a powerful method of recharging your battery. Because what we need to bear in mind is that we are very busy. We're very busy people and our brains are clever. So there's a lot going on in our brains all day, but I don't think that willpower is a thing so I don't think that if you can't if you can if you can't stick to a plan for example or if you can't stick to your diet that isn't because of a lack of willpower it is much more likely that you're already working so hard 
and using all of your effort and energy elsewhere that you just have very little energy left or little of your battery left to put towards something else like fitness or like a nutrition plan. Generally speaking, most people that I work with in the gym are full-time working people. So they're already overworked, they're already working a lot, they could be stressed, they're tired, always on the go. Some of them are parents, so they're thinking of what they need to do next, they're thinking of what they need to do for the kids. So of course, if we add exercise onto the list of things that we have to do, we are going to be putting ourselves under more pressure. We're giving ourselves more work to do. And if we're already tired, already busy, then how can we expect our motivation to increase? Because I think a lot of people at this point will try and make themselves be motivated and we can't rely on motivation to get things done, but you can't expect yourself to be motivated if you're already overworked and you're not getting enough sleep, not getting enough recovery. So there's something that needs to be looked at and I think that is strategies. So I would say the best thing to do is have strategies in place rather than looking for motivation, look for a strategy because being motivated all of the time isn't going to happen. So if you have a strategy, that means that every time you still manage to get something done despite having low motivation, you're building a habit. So if you can build this habit, you'll eventually be able to do things without motivation. So two strategies here, and I use both of these actually. So they're coming from personal experience. Um, Number one is the five minute rule. Now this is what I do if I'm, so because I'm in a gym, people assume that I am motivated to exercise because I'm in the gym all the time. So it's so convenient. Yes, it's convenient, but no, I'm not motivated because motivation comes and goes. We know it's like a wave. Taking action is the best thing to do. And sometimes it's the hardest thing to do. Well, it is the hardest thing to do. So sometimes what I will do to myself is say, can you commit to five minutes? So maybe even that's just the warm up, And that's usually what I would do. So I usually say to myself, I don't want to train today. Can I just do the warm up? Because in that situation, if I say, oh, I'll see how I feel after five minutes, I usually feel fine. By the time I've done my warm up, by the time I get into the session, it might not be my best session, but that's not the point. I'm, I'm not going to have the most amazing session every time. Sometimes it's just about showing up and doing the things that you need to do to get results so sometimes I'll just say go for five minutes or commit to five minutes of exercise and see how you feel because most of the time that action is enough to keep going so sometimes the motivation is just required to start so most of that motivation was just needed to actually start something And this can apply to other things as well. It doesn't need to be fitness. It could be maybe you've got an essay that you need to write or you're trying to study for something. Maybe you want to read a book. If you can just say, I'll just do five minutes, you'll likely do more anyway. But if you can commit to five, it's already a win in your brain because you think, yeah, I can do five minutes. I can easily do five minutes. And then once you've done five minutes, maybe you do another five, maybe do 10 minutes, maybe do the whole session or read a whole book, who knows? but you don't need the motivation. You just need to commit to that five minutes. So that's quite a nice, simple trick really that that can work quite well. A second one, second strategy that I use is to have a plan B because this is where people will be all or nothing. They'll think, okay, I would have to go to the gym today. And if I don't go, then I've ruined my whole week. So maybe having that plan B could be enough to to stop you self-sabotaging the whole week. So this might look 
if you wanted to to go to the gym that's your plan a is to do an hour workout but if you really can't get yourself to the gym whether that's because of motivation or time or whatever's happened maybe you've got a plan b so maybe you can't get to the gym for an hour's workout but could you go for a 30 minute walk or a 45 minute walk Maybe plan A was to do a healthy meal prep so that you've got food in for lunches and evening meals, but you didn't do it. Could plan B be to rustle something up from ingredients in the cupboard rather than ordering a takeaway? So sometimes we go from one extreme to the other because we can't do our original plan. But if we've got a plan B that might not be exactly the same as plan A, but maybe it's pretty similar, maybe it's still going to be helping to create a good habit, it's still going to be helping to take action, that is usually the best case scenario. I think it's important to remember that things don't always turn out the way we intended and things won't always be easy. You know, there will be times when it is harder to get to the gym or it is harder to eat healthy or to get your steps or to reach the protein goal. Just because you're working to build a habit doesn't mean that it's going to be easy to reach. There will always be barriers. And in coaching, one of the ways that I work with clients is to find out specifically what their barriers are. So what is it that stops them from completing a certain task? Or maybe it's what is it that stops them from working on the goal? And it might be that they've got trouble trouble making time for sessions. And this isn't because they don't want to make an effort. It could be that they're a busy mum who genuinely doesn't have the energy left after she's looked after everybody else. She now thinks, oh, I can't go to the gym. So I work to build a plan with them. For someone who can't stick to their diet, for example, because they keep overeating, it doesn't mean that they're not trying or that they don't want to see the results. It could mean that they've got a stressful job and they get home frustrated, they seek comfort in something that requires minimal effort. And sometimes in that situation, it's easier to sit and watch something on Netflix and feel good because you're eating something nice rather than thinking, I've got to go to the gym and that requires effort. So willpower and motivation and discipline are interesting terms because they're not guaranteed ways of getting things done so my biggest recommendation biggest tip for getting things done is to do something fun is to make it enjoyable and I know that I bang on about this all the time but it's very true and this is for a few reasons so number one if it's fun you likely don't need that much motivation to begin in the first place So our initial motivation is needed to start something. But if it's fun, the motivation required is probably minimal. Another reason to do something fun is if it is fun, you're likely to want to do it again. So if you can repeat something, you are going to create it or you're more likely to create a habit out of it. Also, fun usually releases dopamine into the brain, which communicates a sense of reward. And as we are simple beings, if we are rewarded, we are likely to do something again. So there's a quite a good loop here. If we can make it fun, we're likely to want to do it again. Doing something fun also creates a reward signal, which again means we're going to do something again. So if we can create an enjoyable habit, and this could be, let's say, let's pick a habit, if you want to exercise. So you want to start exercise, you want to commit to being a person who exercises and you want to turn that into a habit. So what can you do about that that makes it fun? Can you join a group or a community? Can you get a friend involved? Can you make it a social thing? If that's the case, you're more likely to stick to exercise. If you wanted to listen to more podcasts, can you start listening on a walk? So if you are already going out for a daily walk, maybe you could habit stack. So maybe you could put one habit with another habit and then you're doing two in one. 
that could be quite an effective way of getting more done and also creating a long-term habit. If you want to eat healthy, could you take photos and share it with a friend who maybe is doing the same thing and then you're comparing meal ideas, you've got a reason to cook a healthy meal, you've got a reason to take a photo of it. And these things are enjoyable, but another thing about these actually is that, so two of those things provide accountability too. And I think they are the two most important things that you need if you want to stick to a goal. So you need something enjoyable because you like to stick to it and you need someone or something to be accountable to because again, you are likely to stick to it. If you would like some help with anything that I mention on these episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Also tag me if you share this on social media. On Instagram, you can find me at underscore Chloe Longstaff and feel free to share this with a friend review on Spotify and follow me for more motivation and support.